to get to where I am today, it took a lot of effort. It took a lot of you know, emails. It took a lot of reaching out to people. It took a lot of free talks. It took a lot of podcast episodes that I was doing. It took a lot of writing. It took a lot of nights where I felt like, can I make it in this industry? There are many people telling me that, you know how hard it is to be a professional speaker? It's very hard. They said, can you handle it? You know, once you break the surface, it's going to be great, but you, but there's so much competition out there. Can you do it? And I had a lot of doubt about that, but I kept doing those things I needed to do, reaching out to mentors. Like I would write down, who do I know in my industry that I can talk to about speaking? Who can I reach out to through social media links that are actual speakers or or mentors or teachers that I can begin to build a bond with? I had to start doing those things and maintaining a relationship with those people over time to learn more about their lifestyle and how they built their business and how they became you know, fluent in what they're doing. And it was just a succession of activities I kept doing over and over again and repeating. Okay. And here we are today. That's amazing. And I think that I'm just going to hop on the, the more tragic parts of those experiences because for listeners, I think that it's great that you've achieved what you've achieved, but the most people have a goal that probably isn't the right goal for them. Mm -hmm. Like we roll out of bed and we're like, hey, I'd rather be an artist. Mm -hmm. And we don't have any art experience and we've just kind of chosen something arbitrarily where it seems like you had way more of a clear understanding of kind of the direction you were going. What was it like to fall down? Because I think that that's what we often miss out on is you're, you've come so far, but there was moments where you doubted yourself and you've struggled and said, this might, I might have bitten off more than I can chew. Did that ever arise for you where other people can be where they are and realize that there are going to be those tough moments, but you can ultimately arrive at where you want to go. It's just, it's going to take a lot of work. Absolutely. There are moments and times I looked at, I looked at my bank account because I made investments in things to build my speaking skills, to go to workshops. And I would look at my bank account and I'll be honest with you, you know, back in the day, it was like $2 in my bank account. And I would look at it and say, what am I doing? I had to borrow money from people. I had to have people help me. And here's the beautiful thing about people that really care about you. They support you if they know that you're passionate about what you're doing. They will help you in any way they can. And that was part of the struggle of knowing that I was this person of value, but the bank account wasn't reflecting that. The outside environment wasn't reflecting that at the time. And I was like, damn it, I know I'm worth more than this. Why am I not seeing this? And those are the moments where you just, you, I had moments where I cried. I would literally go in my car, go out and, you know, to the park. And I would just, just bawl in tears and cry and just think to myself, what am I doing? Is this actually for me? I had it good. You had it good in Seattle. You had it good. You had this job age and your brain starts working on you. That mindset, right? It starts telling you, well, you know, you had this going on. You had the nine to five, you had this. Nothing wrong with nine to fives because I support them because nine to five, I worked nine to five for years. But for me, during that time, I was, I did, wasn't happy with it, but my brain was telling me, hey, you can go back to that nine to five. You made good money there. You can do it. I mean, you have benefits. Come on, just go back and work a little bit and build your business, you know, a little bit at a time. And I had to fight that resistance because that is where most people go back and they never come back. And so I had to tell myself, you know what? This hurts, but it is the pain. It is the bitterness of failure that we have to taste in order to taste the sweetness of success. 
it is like when you're biting through an apple, you have to taste that outside rind of the apple before you can get to the center sweetness of the apple. And that's how I saw it. I saw it as I have to go through these things to build the character that will be necessary to take on the responsibilities of the things I want to do. You see, this guy that was sitting in the call center couldn't do the things that I'm doing now. He would have tapped out. But since I had this time frame of going through the letdowns, the, you know, not having much money in the bank, you know, uh, opportunities falling away, you know, some people walking away from me because they thought I was crazy, you know, because they thought, well, you know, you're changing now. So what next? And this is what happens when you begin to change. People's perceptions of you sometimes won't. I call it locked perception. As you change, they will see you as that same person, that same buddy, that same sibling, and they will lock into that of, there's no way that you can be this person now, or why are you doing this? Why are you changing? And reality is that we're supposed to change. That's part of human evolution. We have to change. Right now, our bodies are changing internally to maintain homeostasis. Homeostasis is not happening because your body wants to stay normal. It's happening to change itself so your body can continue to function. This is what people miss out on. It's about the changing process. So I realized that with this pain I was going through, it was the awakening of a new me that needed to take on new responsibilities. So it hurt like hell, Aaron. It sucked. And I got quite envious at times because I'm looking around and people are being successful. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why am I not being successful? Why is this so hard? If it was easy, everybody would do it. That's the issue. It's not easy. It takes courage. I call it being a courageous creator. It takes courage to go out here and to create something on your terms. And that's where the struggle comes in. You got to work the courage muscles. You got to build them up in order to take on the resistance and the stress. So it's a life testing factor. It's like, oh, you want this? You want this thing? Okay, well, you got to go through these doors. That's a weird thing about our society right now because I hear a lot of be happy. And within those struggles is where a lot of the growing takes place and a lot of the personal development and life experiences. And in our society right now, it seems like we're trying to design out any of the adversity. Like, I completely support people being able to have support in getting an education and having student loans available to them. Mm -hmm. But I'm against the idea that all you have to do is take out a bunch of student loans, not have to work, and not have to feel that grind of like, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to continue to work. I had people all throughout my undergrad saying, oh, I'm just like using student loans, and they were buying Tim Hortons, Starbucks, <laughs> all of this food and snacking all the time and just living lavishly while they were in their undergrad. And it's like, for me, it, like I had different supports than they did. But looking at them, it was like, these are the grinding years. These are the years where you're supposed to have nothing. You're supposed to have your education and you're getting by and you're working hard. And I feel like within the university context, a lot of that is dying away. The idea that you don't have a $40,000 car when you're in your undergrad is if you go to the parking lots, there are a lot of expensive cars for people who haven't even gotten a job yet. And we're disconnecting ourselves from the reality of perhaps where we financially belong because money is more accessible than it ever has been. And I think that that is taking away that grinding mindset. And right. that's why it's such a pleasure to have you on is because... 
we're losing that slowly through seeing people struggle and going, oh, well, we can just financially fix that. It's like, but part of their, if we take away all the opportunities for people to fall down, look around and go, I have to get back up because nobody else is going to do it for me. That's personally rewarding and it develops you as an individual. Obviously, we don't want to have it where we just push everyone down and force them to suffer, (laughs) but we want to have like a good balance. And I feel like right now we're trying to take away any struggles that an individual can go through. And that story of them getting back up is not the story we're talking about anymore. It's not, you know, I think as Socrates, a Greek philosopher, I have him tattooed on my forearm. He said that, you know, failure is not falling down failure is where you choose to remain after you have fallen down is the unwillingness to get back up and to move. I've been bankrupt. I've been through a marriage that didn't work. The divorce, I've you know, filed for divorce at one point in my life. Um, you know, at some point too, during my life, I thought about committing suicide when I was early, when I was younger. So I've been through a lot of moments in my life or a lot of lows. When people see me being happy and optimistic, they think, oh, this guy has always been happy and optimistic. No. I'm happy and optimistic because I've understood the shit that I've had to go through. Now, we've got our own stories. Everyone's got their own low points. But when you can take that story of yours and you can say, what can I bring out of this story? How can I create myself, reinvent myself and create a life out of the story without feeling pitiful about it, but saying, this is what I'm going to do with it. Then you begin to create wonders for yourself out here in the world. And the idea of falling down is absolutely necessary because you need to know since day one when we're born as infants, we get up and we learn to walk and we wobble a little bit because we haven't been used to that kind of balance. And so we fall, but then we get back up again and we readjust ourselves. So this is part of nature to fall down and get back up, recalibrate, and then fall down again until you get it right. When you're riding a bicycle, same thing, riding a motorcycle, same thing, getting in a car, same thing. We're learning how to measure ourselves in the things that we're doing. A lot of people now don't do that because society has set up a a term for them saying, if you do this for me, I will protect you on all levels, but you just got to do this for me. Stay comfortable. And so we operate this comfort level. Michelangelo, the, one of the Renaissance artists said that, you know, the problem with us is not that our aim is high and that we miss is that our aim is too low and we reach it. Because when our aim is too low and we keep reaching for those things that are easy for us, we never grow. You can't grow that way. You can't grow yourself. You can't grow your business. And you certainly can't grow any ideas 